Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hello, everyone. I'm Paul Machen for Red Menus. I'm joined by Andy Hughes. Uh, I really, I'm, I'm joining you because, you know, you're the CEO of Liverpool. Um... We're in phase one of the of the of the I guess the plan for an expanded Anfield Road yeah. end. You've been talking to to, to to press or whatever ahead of this. Um a number of things I want to kind of discuss with you. First and foremost, obviously planning application or planning permission for this goes back to twenty thirteen and, and initially that's that that's right, isn't it? Um what was it about the uh, initial designs that you felt needed to be re-looked at, readdressed, changed? Well, first of all, it was an outline planning permission, so there was a bit more detail to work through. And I think as we've looked that, we looked through that, we realised that we could do a better job, um, that we could actually get a bigger capacity into the footprint and the overall massing of the of the building. So, and obviously, getting into Anfield is pretty difficult. So, getting those extra seats in. So, we're talking about seven thousand extra seats, get, trying to get the capacity up to 61,000 we felt it was important to do everything we could to improve that design so we decided to let the old application lapse and we've started again and uh, I'm sure it's the right decision so. absolutely and what 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 is it about the uh, is is the venture is it simply just a case of just more bums on seats is a is a is a is a thing that's necessary or is there is there a wider feeling behind it no, I mean, there's a, lots of points of detail, but it's probably not worth going through. But fundamentally, it's about extra capacity. We we will have some hospitality in the stand now. It's um, going to be sports bar, sports lounge type hospitality. Uh, but we're still going to have the majority of seats as GA. Um, but, you know, overall, it's a much better design. It uh, makes a lot more sense on many fronts. So. How much has the, the expansion of the main stand influenced this? Because obviously you've been through the process once already of expanding. It's the, obviously the thing that was a, a key point about the, the building of that stand was how little impact it actually had on, on, on match day during the season. Yeah, no, that's right. So I think the team internally and our external advisors actually learnt a lot through the process of the main stand build. We were delighted actually of how match days went. Um, you know, we had a construction site, we built around the back, over the top, etc. Um, really lost very, very little match day capacity. Um, we're going to try and replicate that on Anfield Road. And I think our early design and planning suggests that that is possible. 
Um, so virtually negligible impact on match day capacity during the build, which is good news. And obviously, you know, in terms of the surrounding area and what have you, that's a part of the figures into the plans as well, because it's not just about making Anfield bigger from the inside. It's about making the area, uh, I guess, a nicer place to be. I, from a personal experience, you can see that with the main stand already. Anfield is a place that you, you feel more comfortable being, uh, you know, an hour before having a stroll around the ground. How much of that is, is, is also pivotal to the design? It's absolutely critical. Um, uh, you know, we worked long and hard on 96 Avenue and I think it really is a special place now. And um, we've already taken a lot of advice and done a lot of work on the public realm areas and I'm personally really pleased with where we've got to at this stage. Again, we need some uh, local community feedback on what they think of those plans and we'll take that on board. But, um, you know, just compared to what it is now to what the plans look like for the future, it, it's going to be a dramatic improvement. Just describe for us and obviously for the people watching and listening at home, what are the sort of, where where we really are with this now? Is it, it's, you know, what what does this, what stage are we at and how far away is that from, you know, look, op opening effectively? Yeah, so this is a first stage public consultation. So we're still doing the design work um, and we've done this consultation as early as we possibly can because we want to be in a position to take that feedback on board through the design process. So assuming everything goes to plan, we'll come back for a second public consultation and hopefully have addressed some of the concerns that come out of these sessions over the next few days and we'll, we'll do that in the new year. And if that all goes to plan, then we'd be looking at a planning application next spring. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's too early at this stage to predict the outcome of all that and when the build would actually take place because some of the detail will affect the build schedule and any planning issues, of course, would have a significant impact on timeline. So. What, are the, what are the obvious hurdles then? What are the hurdles that you're expecting in, in this regard? I don't just mean the, the steps that necessarily have to be gone through, but obviously, I guess, things like transport and, and, and accessibility to, to the ground are going to be major issues. Yeah, transport's a really big issue for, for the local residents on a match day. Um, we did a lot of work on the main stand development and the planning application that we did get approval for, which was based on an overall capacity of 60,000. And there was a transport strategy that came along with that. Um, we've done a lot of work on that since. And, uh, you know, we've had some hiccups along the way, there's no question. Uh, but we think it's working better now. We think it's working better than it was originally designed. Um, but we still need to improve. Um, but the devil's in the detail. So we're undertaking a transport survey right now. So we'll hear the residents' views, we'll look hard at the data and we'll see what we can do to improve it. Do you, how do you envisage the, the residents? I mean, obviously you, don't, you can't know until you, until you put this to the residents, of course, but is there, do you feel there'll be a lesser impact than this? Because obviously you know, the, the, no, it's not impinging on houses in the same way that the main stand would have done when the, when yeah. the, the designs were originally. Uh, look, I mean, there is an impact. Um, you know, the previous planning application, as I said, was for 60,000. This ultimately is for 61. Uh, so if you look at it on paper, it, it really isn't significantly different. But the practicalities of what it means for the residents on a match day are significant. I spend a lot of time myself trying to go to residents' drop-in sessions. We have regular meetings with the ward councillors. And there are issues on match day. Um, and we're doing everything we can to improve the experience for the residents. So, 
uh, that we've done work on antisocial behaviour. We've um, we do a lot of cleaning of the streets, post match days, etc. But I know transport is an issue. Um, I think the football match transport uh, parking zone is working a lot better now. We've actually expanded it and that is helping. Um, But, you know, this is about a dialogue. It's about working with the local residents to make life a little bit better. So that's what we're doing. Absolutely. And uh, just in terms of the, the, the design elements that are in place so far, obviously say early doors, but are there any particular elements that have been incorporated thus far that you're particularly proud of or you think the fans would be particularly excited about? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, th- there's going to be lots of detail, right? And we've looked at lots of ideas, none of them have locked down. Uh, the one element is the family park, which I know is really popular on a match day. Um, I think under this design it it has to move from where it is but we're looking at bringing that inside onto the ground floor and we're looking at some much bigger uh, fan zone type spaces on the ground floor and I I think they could be really great for the fans if we get that right. And we spoke briefly earlier scoreboard a bigger scoreboard a video scoreboard I mean there's some people who are the traditionalists who wish we could just go back to not even having a, a clock inside Anfield but is that is that a consideration in the in the design phase particularly with VAR well it's not necessarily specific to Anfield Road obviously um, but I think uh, my personal view is given where we are with VAR uh, I'd like to just see how that develops and the requirements of VAR before we decide to make any changes. So we're obviously looking at all our options, um, but I think we need to wait and see what we really need to do before we make a decision. Okay. So what are the what are the next steps then? Uh, next steps over the next few days is uh, a lot of dialogue with residents at, at drop-in sessions. Um, we're continuing to work really hard on design. And uh, I think you'll next hear from us at the second round of consultation early in the new year. Uh, hopefully you'll see more detail from us from the design and, and a bit more clarity on where the residents are and what they think of the scheme. So. Amazing. Well, Andy, thank you very much for your time. Much thank appreciated. Much. Cheers. Thanks. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 